Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. I'll talk to y'all after a while. Hello, LPN Show listeners. Oh, God, it's so good to have you here. Oh, God, I love to have you sitting on my little lap. Did I start this bad? Did I do this bad? Welcome to the LPN Show. My name is Henry Zabrowski. It's me, alone. Strong, like a reed amongst the hurricane winds. And today, we have an incredible, I would say indelible guest. Uh, a man of many voices. A very, very, and many skills, as we'll see, because he's now ventured into the printed word. And isn't that absolutely fascinating? He's one of your favorite voices from Archer. He is the current author of a new comic book called Lester of the Lesser Gods. We have... Lucky Yates, Atlanta's own. Oh, it's me. It's really Detroit's own. I just live in Atlanta. Would you not feel like but now thank you. that Atlanta thank has you. made it inside I have of you? I lived in Atlanta longer than I lived in Detroit, but I am still a Detroiter all the way to my core. Have you ever talked with Matt Servito about this? Matt no. Servito played Satan on your pretty faces going to hell for right. those of you that don't know. And he's also a very intense Detroiter. Uh, most Detroiters are very intense Detroiters. There, there's just something in the brew there that you're just like, it's, it really is you against the world. That's why that Detroit versus everybody shirt really became such a popular thing because that's, I, I, and I grew up in the seventies and eighties there, you know, when it was just at its worst, uh, like it was just barreling toward the bottom and just oh, so gross. It's kind of crazy, man. I was walking, I was just in Detroit, right? Yeah. We did a live Gorgeous show in Detroit. Now. Well, it's, downtown it's, is. It's changed quite a bit, even in like yeah. the years I've been going there, because my wife's grandmother lives about three mile, three hours north of Detroit. So a lot of times we'll go to Detroit, we'll hang out a night, and then we'll drive up to see her. And each year we come, it gets like, I was like, oh, there's like, uh, it's like nice. It's like all these like hipster restaurants and shit are like opening up. Yeah. But I went looking for a dispensary this time. And I just walked 45 minutes in like one direction, yeah. kind of like just not even like thinking. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Which once upon a time, if you would have just wandered 45 minutes in a direction there, good luck. I back. was just I was in the middle of nowhere. I still had somebody scream at me like, what are you doing? Because I was in the yeah. middle of nowhere, like just like in this industrial <laughs> park. But then what? Hey, man, I was just so funny. This gets weird over here. But I was walking. Still. And there was a dude. I didn't see this guy. This guy literally popped up from behind a bush, went, hi, mm. and then just went back behind the bush. I was like, these people are so friendly. <laughs> like goblins. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, true, I, the street like, I went to college down there in the, in the cast corridor uh, in the 80s. And uh, it, it, you were just going from like your apartment to a buddy's and back at night. It was really like very dystopian zombie apocalypse because if there was anybody on the street, chances are they were some sort of street ghoul that was going to come try to get something from you. And it was just like, yeah, you just had to build this. Like I go fast and with purpose. And if they come at me, I am just going to give all the fuck you that I can. And you I hope they keep... don't pull a weapon. Oh yeah, man. I remember that a time period. There was like when New York wasn't just Disney world. Oh yeah. Like it definitely yeah. like that feeling where you just go, you just have 
because that's what I start to realize. It's like you just have to, you can't look at anybody. It's yep. very sad. You can't be polite. You can't engage. Nope. You just have to move. Yeah, because barrel forward, not, like, man. They, yeah, because then you build inertia and then they got you. They got you. It, in the I still thing. walk like that. Like I walk very, very fast. So when I'm yes. with a group of people, I'm just like, I'm booking it. And everybody's like, why do you, we're not running. And I'm like, that's how they I get you. Up, you I grew up that. in Detroit and then from there moved to New York. And I was like, I, this is just how I walk. Like, this is how you get through a city are to you, me. Are you back doing live shows at dad's garage in Atlanta? Yes, sir. Yes. That's I have so a show good. this very evening. I'm so happy that it's back. Oh yeah, man. I was it's not, the best. not that I was scared for dads. I wasn't really scared because this guy I've, did, I've done shows there. Like I just, I, I was like, that can't lose another thing. Yeah, no way, this man. Time Dad's is forever. It's doing so well, and it's so nice. Uh, yeah. You guys get up there, like you guys can still like it sold out crowds. Did a good job. We just added. Uh, starting next month, we're, we're right now. We're only doing eight o'clock shows, but starting next month, we're doing eight and ten thirty shows. That's so awesome. That's freaking awesome. You know, and it's just like you either have to show proof uh, that you've had a, a test yeah. within the last whatever, you know, is, I don't know, 72, 48 hours. I don't know what the thing is. Or, you know, you have vaccination, whatever. Uh, and everybody inside is wearing masks and nobody cares. And it's, it's fine. Just, it's, uh, so, it's just regulation. When we're on stage, we don't. But when we're not on stage, we all mask up. And it's like, who cares? It's the it's the dumbest thing. It's the most it's low so dumb. level It's just thing. a little piece of dumb cloth. Who cares? I don't. Who gives? Of shit. It's just regulations. I actually love shopping with a mask on. I don't really want it to go away because I love anonymous shopping. The shopping is easy. It, it does make it easier because then you don't have to feign the because you know when you go into a shop and you're not gonna buy anything, but then you've made sort of like the 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 attention of the of the person at the cashier and they're like, Can I help you do anything today? And I don't have to fake yeah. anything. You know, I can just uh, stare yeah. down and be like, I don't understand. I can just <laughs> pretend to be a man who like wandered in from another country. Uh, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I cannot do. I cannot do. You know what I realized? Lucky, I what? also wanted to bring up before we get into all the other, the, all the other, your all fucking, the other mishmash. All the other we'll mish never mash. get there if we keep this up, dude. I forgot that you were like one of the mini sketch players on Good Eats. Oh yeah, that was the dungeon master. Dude, and, that's so uh, that's so fun. I was like, I remember that being like come back because it was like there was one other thing I wanted to talk about because I loved Good Eats. I just shot with him last week. Uh, he's he's doing a tour. Elton's about to go out on tour again, and uh, he he shot a okay. This really is the end of Good Eats tour. Oh sure, uh, yeah, and sure. There was a bunch of the sort of classic characters, uh, and so I, I was there as the dungeon master. Yeah, that's amazing that he like is that loyal. I know, I not to be anything, man, dude. I, like I had scenes with the lady in the fridge, and she is literally like a newscaster. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like she's been playing this character, and he's trying to give her acting notes and stuff. I'm like, dude, she's like a newscaster. She's that's just here on the week. Yeah, yeah. Like she's used to reading a script right there like knock it off That's she's so doing great is he a persnickety yeah. man alton brown is he a man that is like he's very specific he just he, he's he just does he's it's all him right he writes everything he directs it he stars in it nice it's man. like it's all the world in his head so you just have to know how like he can seem like he's a prickly pear on the outside but that's just because he's way the fuck in there somewhere and you just have to sort of not you don't want to like go kicking in the door, yes. to, you know, because it'll just disrupt and go him, make him go like. Rah! Have you ever gotten to eat? Have you gotten to eat at home? At his home? Have you ever been around oh, his yeah. family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really nice. He yeah, allows totally. you in the yeah, inside. It, like, of- we're buddies. We hang out a lot. That's yeah. awesome. See, that's cool because yeah. that's the that's the secret. It's like how like getting to work with like Dave and Casper, all the kind of stuff. Like eventually, if you do break through to a certain period of time, being like, I sneakily made you my friend. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I like you just like I get him and where he's coming from. And he likes my sass, I think, because I don't give a shit. Uh, and so like, yeah, like I'm, I'm just here to do snark- sketches, man. Right. And he's a, he's snarky, right? Like he is a, like he jokes around a lot. And so it, it, a lot of people go running away going like he's so mean. It's like, no, he's just snarky. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you sass back at him and can do it brilliantly, then he's like, yeah, well, he's on shows at dad's, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Generally, that's, if I'm there. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Though I would love to see yeah. him do some improv because also cause some <laughs> chefs are insane. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. We had one chef on Pretty Face that I'm not going to even name him. He's he was lovely. Like it had nothing to do with his like who he was like as a person. He was right. great, but he kind of showed up thinking he's like, 
oh, this is some kind of crazy comedy show, right, that you guys are doing. You guys are all devils, this kind of a crazy show. Uh-oh. And we're all like, yeah, you know, like it's it's definitely silly and we're we're silly people and it's but, you know but it's we're gross. Really, there's a script and we're trying to abide by that. We're kind of staying <laughs> a parameter. And he legitimately was destroying scenery. He was covering himself in food. I'm not even joking. Oh my and God. like and it was this thing where like he'd just go and then we'd all just watch him go because it's like because he's even because i'm gary bunda i am in a like i don't even want to talk about what the costume because then you'll know who it is i'm in a new also i'm not only gary bunda but i'm gary bunda in a ludicrous costume standing next to this man like just silent because he is just going apeshit ruining his wardrobe did the, the, the script at all call no. for any of this behavior not, none of it not at all he kept being like you guys are all these like funny, crazy guys. So it's like, you know, I just want to make sure I brought the crazy, I brought the funny. And we're all like, that's, that's funny. What? That's the, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's I not, mean, I suppose I if say, anybody, you know, anybody that watches your pretty face is going to know as soon as they see a chef on your show. But, you know, well, no, we had, we've had a couple. We've had a couple because. Did you have to replace this person? No. No, 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 no. But they made the cut. It was edited in a way in which you <laughs> just to make, it, to make it loosely fit into like what we were just, going for. It's just like it's kind of cuts in between like half a word. And it's like off of the first take before he destroyed all before, of his wardrobe. Before there was food rubbed on him. <laughs> like it was kind like of a amazing. child. I'm going to be funny. He just he just didn't know. He, he was just trying to fit in. And again, I remember it's not Kevin Gillespie. He's oh, he was a saint. And you he's, need to let me back great. in a Kevin gun show. Gillespie is a great guy he's wonderful like that's all the, well, again that's why i keep coming back and back to atlanta being probably it's my it's the third i think that atlanta is legitimately the third best city in the country but it's because i love Atlanta. dude atlanta is the new la and i don't know why everybody just doesn't admit it don't say it <laughs> like, too much because then more and more people are gonna arrive it. man it's too late, man. They're building everywhere. Like there's every corner. There is room to put a building. They're putting a building. They're putting right across the street from me. They're putting, and it'll be right across from dad's garage, a 12 story building Ooh. of, you know, mixed use. Yeah, and then the hyper condos, and the then, super nice, like live in like with the fancy. Yeah, and amenities. then right across from it, literally right across the street from dad's garage is going to be another one. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's all bets are out. It's man. starting to happen. Uh, this is banging. You know it's, that target's right on Cabbage Town. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. I live in the old Fourth Ward. Oh, I live right around the corner from death. And even that's changed. Fourth Ward, even the time I was going to the Atlanta, oh, yeah. has changed 100%. so significantly because oh, it's Fourth insane. Ward, it definitely was a place where you found a little girl in the river <laughs> back <laughs> what, in the day. Once upon a time, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was so dangerous. Not too very long ago. But now you can get so much artisan fucking jerky, yeah. you'll throw up. Yeah, so much. Well, the belt line, we put the belt line in right here and boy, howdy, it just changed everything. I know people say that the belt line's an abomination, but I also think it's nice. I know that it goes I, straight the to deal. shopping, but I like here's walking the deal. on it. I love it. I, I live on it. And I, at first I was like, uh, you know, it's like every weekend's a party and it's, you know, cause it's essentially our boardwalk. Yes. Right. Uh, and it's just like, now, every time I go down there, it's just full of happy people being outside, doing things that they like and going places where they want to be. And it's just there is an unbelievably diverse mix of people out there. But that's what's beautiful uh, about Atlanta. Like a zillion languages. Like I'm just li- hearing all these languages. And I've lived in Atlanta since like 92 when it was really just a little sleepy town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, man. The belt line is great. <laughs> I know everything like, yeah, it's all money on there and all that kinds of stuff, but whatever. It's kind of nice. Great. I like walking the belt line, but again, it's I'm great. a visitor. It's nice. Everything is nice. It's I nice. like nice. We're going to probably be nice. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, the reason why, I, you know, obviously this is this is a long time why coming. Why here? Why, why are you fucking here? This is a long mm. time coming, and I'm glad that we did it. Um, but we did this thing called Lester. You wrote a comic book called Lester of the Lesser Gods. And we are also currently in the middle of writing a comic book. I got issue one. It's fucking hilarious. Here's the, you got the cool, I sent you the cool cover. Here's the regular, here's the regular 
uh, the it. yeoman's cover. You can't really see it, but it's a, there is a rotund man that looks like a guy that samples katana swords <laughs> on his YouTube channel, and then he. He's the misbegotten son. He is the he's the uh, the misbegotten son of Odin yeah. and a lot lizard woman. Uh, he does not, which he does not find out he's the son of Odin until the apocalypse hits. That's what I also love about Satan the brings book. on the apocalypse. It's the you start so big because I love this concept of a like loser, a total loser mm. that in one world is completely useless, and then when the world goes to shit. Lesser he's than the number one. Yeah. He's destined to be the greatest hero on earth. And it's incredible. I love that yeah. kind of set because like, then you move the parameter. You also work with a, a friend of the show, Eric Powell. Yes. Who's also incredible. Yeah. Good buddy of mine for years and years. How did you decide to do this? Number one, Wh what made you want to do a comic book is just being a fan of it. And also, how did you go from because that's a one hill that I'm trying to still get over with Marcus and I. Writing a, a comic book script yep. is both like a screenplay and also completely unlike a screenplay. I, I don't know. I, I still don't know how. <laughs> I just what I do is I just write it like it's a story yeah. or write it like I'm telling it to my buddy, except when there's dialogue, I put it in the middle column like it's a script because that's how I'm used to reading dialogue because yes. I'm an actor. And so it's just a mishmash of me saying what's happening and describe trying to describe things in detail to give the art a little direction. But I also try to leave it wildly open for interpretation. I also try to keep low on I, like this is it's there are four guys on the first issue. Because that's the thing. How do you juggle having two other writers with you and well, then an artist? That, so in, from that, like that was just. This whole thing started in a whole nother universe. It's like it started as a TV deal yep. uh, <laughs> that as a like yeah. they like a pilot uh, presentation they, or a full yeah, pilot. They're, they're, yeah, there was a network wanted Eric to develop something. And Eric and I had always wanted to do something together. We've known each other since like, I don't know, 2006, 2007, something like that. And uh, so we were like, hey, here's a thing. And let's do it. And so uh, he was like, I have this buddy who's a good script writer and all kinds of stuff. And let's go, let's the three of us will go hash it out in a cabin. We went and hashed out this universe and then had it all. We wrote a show Bible and I think maybe yes. the first script of an episode. Yes. And then the network, of course, just sat on the contract and did absolutely i don't think they ever even looked at yeah, it yeah they just uh, let it go it it's fun just, until it died until it just became ours again and then we were like more well let's make it a comic book we'll do one issue we'll sort of take that first episode and we'll do a comic book and we'll just see what that what that is because making we'll a cartoon what, what a, happens if you wanted to make it a cartoon it's very fucking expensive to make it a cartoon. yes yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all about action and and battles. It's all it's all the best nerd stuff with the hero being a 36 year old LARP nerd who's been shit on all of his life. But he's been a solid and good hearted LARP guy uh, who then gets his dream come true by both being the son of a god and being like given the task of like, go fight evil. And claim the earth in the name of good. I think that's the most successful thing of the first comic, <laughs> which is that, which is that you really see the conflict of this dude going from, like, not a single person giving a rat fuck yeah. about his existence. And then all of a sudden, well, that's why I feel like there's so much room to explore later on. How can people, like, do you, plan, do you like, plan to, like, go back and forth in time loops or, like, that oh, kind of oh, what, uh, Totally. I, like, we're just going to bounce around. Uh, what we're going with forward. Okay, so then we we did, so then it became a comic book. Yeah, uh, did, and did you have like, to pitch this to Albatross? Yeah. Like, is this, or is this your company? Like, is this self-published no, no, no. or you the, do? That, well, it's Albatross's Eric. Oh, I that's didn't know that company. that's his company. Okay, that's great. That's oh, great. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just like, 
yeah, let's we'll we'll throw it out as a comic book and see if anybody even likes it. We don't even know. And so uh, and we just wanted to see something in reality. And so but moving forward, it's going to be me and Eric because that's where it all began. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, and it's, you know, just we're, we're also going to do it. Eric starting an anthology magazine because he's got like Lester and the Goon and Hillbilly and Jimmy Chonga. And like he's got these titles, but he doesn't have enough time because he also runs a publishing company uh he doesn't have enough time to uh give any one character or title its proper amount of time to give a full run so we're just going to do an anthology mag of short stories uh and so i'm sort of writing lester shorts now uh and we're just we're gonna just see where it goes hey, shoot, man. Shoot. anthologies are coming back like yeah. I, this is I, a thing. I, I love the idea heavy metal was one of my very favorite uh magazines growing up uh and to, to do to write be able to write a chunk of one of those is a dream come true this is all a dream come true it's crazy working with powell is a dream come true no you got we're the, living the whole, a nerd's dream we're living world. like in it yeah it's fucking nuts it's it's amazing yeah, how because like, it is it all my happen. favorite shit so he's got so lester also has companions right he's got uh there's uh there's Cat the Destroyer, which he is thinks, the, which I also love. He that thinks just her name in. is Kathy Stroyer. That's just hilarious. That's hilarious. But also, she's not even introduced really in the first one. She no, just shows up, which I love that it's just dropped. I in. give her origin in the in episode in the next issue. You see where he meets. You see where he meets both of them. Uh, and Duckbot, he has Duckbot, which is also hilarious that it's just there. We don't know who that is yet until we get there. You <laughs> have the same is- struggle that I have, where Marcus constantly has to correct me on calling it episode because I keep saying like, I, I can't episode. not. I, I know it's supposed to be issue, but it's also like now that it's short stories within a greater anthology magazine, it isn't necessarily an issue. No, it's an it episode. Kind of is an episode. It's an episode. But also, I say fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's an episode like, of Lester. How do I say? Like, listen, you're my friend of almost 20 years. Stop correcting me every single time I say the one word. It's driving me nuts because you know what I mean. year old man, I know the words that I use. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to fucking stop. But I also do. I I tell people when I call it an episode, I always say, and I call them episodes, by the way, and I'm not going to not call them episodes. So just get used to it. It's stuck. I tell them right up front. Hey, man, this is how it's going to go down. And. You have to deal with this now. Yeah, I don't want to tell you, man. I'm I'm a I am a fucking I'm a jester first. Like I'm a yes. performer first, no matter what. It's unfortunate. I wish no I matter stop. what. Do you have a limited idea of like the issues that it's going to run, or is it just going to go? Like, because the idea is this just now the just continued gonna, adventures. I don't know. We're just going to do it as we do it. Yeah. That's how I like to play things. I'll just like doing things as we do them. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you think that there is like specifically because you will do so much improv up until acting like I think that that is a a debate in the world of comedy, right? Because in my mind, I view myself still as like a sketch comedian before anything else. So I always viewed improv as a tool to get to sketch and that it doesn't quote unquote live on its own. But then I've also had magical moments on stage doing improv that you feel like, oh, this is the real juice. But then sometimes it's hard because I feel like the comedy world kind of fights over what's more legit. 
if the comedy world can fuck right off, it's all legit. Yeah. If people are showing up and paying money to see you and they're laughing and leaving in a good yep. uh, mood, then job done. Fuck off with your labels and your whole like categorization of it all. Who cares? The laughs that you guys get at dads are in t- are some of the biggest laughs I've ever seen. I, I mean, I love improv because it's I, I have a degree in theater. It's all I've ever wanted to do. I wrote a paper in first grade that I wanted to be an actor. Like I have been on a singular course this whole time. It's all I'm qualified to do. I have a college degree in it. I know. And I so, have a like, BA was, in theater. What is that going to fucking do for any yeah, human? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I, fucking nothing. Like, I, luckily, it worked out for us, right? I guess. But still, I'm still knock on most, wood. But for most, it doesn't, right? And for most, but I think it's because most give up anyway. When's the closest you ever got to giving up? Was there a closest part? Was there like ever part? giving up the dream? I never. It's never the dream doesn't go away. If you oh, really no, that's have not it. true. I mean, I did take a break. I got married in the 90s and, and uh, I married a, a wonderful uh, Cherokee gal and I moved to the Cherokee Indian Reservation Whoa. in North Carolina and lived there. So that was like kind of giving up. I like threw it all away and went and did that. But that was also just because like it built you were in love. I don't know. I, I like, you know, I, sometimes I leap before I look. I mean, yeah, you're an improv artist. This is what take happens. The, take the yeah, take the risk. See what happens. Yeah, because I feel like I never got cl- I never got close to giving up. But th- there was definitely a period of time where it was like the money had ran out, and it really yeah. was just like we oh. are going to see how this next month plays out. My back has been against the wall to where I've said like I'm going to have to get a job. Yes, uh, to support That's my different. acting career. That's but it's never. Up. I was. I'm going to stop performing. It's shit, man. No way. Getting a day job is not giving up. I actually think that that's like that. It's the actually the totally opposite. Is that you are then giving yourself a way to sustainably do art. Yeah. Like you got it because you got to make cash money to live. You, you have to. I mean, you have to survive, right? And and if you're going to do art, you're going to have to probably be in a city or town. Right. Uh, Just because that's where a theater or studio is going to be. And so you got to like pay town and city prices. So, so, you know, you got to make money. That's what you have to do. Uh, But there's, you know, luckily we live in this crazy wild west world where there's just money to be had everywhere. Twitch shows and fucking. I, I think about seriously. This. What have you seen in your time period? Because really think about that. I think about this, too, because it's like you have gotten to really see the entire landscape just explode. I'm you know, like I'm a Gen Xer, right? Well, I'm the last we're the last generation that just like we saw we went from zero like you had to do everything and dial no, phones this, like this. I feel and like you were, I'm the very last and, tip of it where it's like my mom had a rotary phone. Yeah, we had a rotary phone in our house, and then the the internet probably started around the time I was eleven, just yep. when I could really figure out how to jerk off. <laughs> That's yeah, like no, when it like was it, there. It was for all me. like you know who got a magazine out of their dad's drawer or trunk of his car, and the, you know there was a stash <laughs> in the bushes over there, and you know what I mean. Like it was all you had. Everything was analog. You had to do it all by hand, and so seeing all of it come, it's just like whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I love it. I think it's a amazing especially in the world of like man i sit here you know you can sit on a a microphone in front of a computer camera and make money by entertaining or doing whatever there's people on twitch making huge bank people make good money i don't know what sitting in a fucking tub of water there's hot chicks like sitting in tubs of water those women are blessed in the room and they're making money those women are blessed and also fucking i I would not want to be their landlord take all the money take it all no and it's we talk about all the time about how we also discover what's really interesting about all of these not uh, smaller audiences you don't have to be a network sitcom star no. to make a living anymore. You to be Ew. like you need. You don't want to be a network sitcom star. It's a miserable it's life. It's hard. It's a gold like, cage. The higher you get, the more you have to just hide, and you're not allowed to do anything because you just sort of get mobbed by people, and it's just not comfortable. It's just like it's hard. You can't my live friends a life that are like the, the higher they get. It just seems like it's they're more and more uncomfortable. But also, <laughs> in, like and on, in the society on Twitch. In, in a lot of these audiences, you only need like a thousand people. Man, 
Yeah. Like that's like that's what you need to make a living. You can make a yeah. living if you get a thousand people there that are d- regular I mean, fans. No matter what your deal is, there's a thousand people that are into that thing uh, that will eventually find you if you just stick with it. It's all the same secret. Just stick with it. But now you have Atlanta. Atlanta is now the new place for I feel like for these big stars to come and try to like this is where we're incognito. This is yeah, where we like hang I, out. Yeah, yeah, I know people love it here because they can't. Well, also Atlanta, it's it's really great in how it just kind of it's just accepting of like, oh yeah, who's here? Oh yeah, great, they're here now. Great. Oh yeah, they're, of course. Oh yeah, they're they're right over. They're most there. of the time you they're know, pissed about it. <laughs> and nobody make no, yeah right yeah they want to get all recognized and he, people are just like yeah great hey, you know welcome to town glad you're here uh, you brought too much attention to my and, restaurant uh, you know people be like you're <laughs> making it difficult for my people to sit here like they actually yeah, get mad we're happy everybody's happy that you're here and but we're not going to make a big stink you know like every, you won't get mobbed or anything like that unless you're trying to cause that sort of scene it's great it is great i mean i love atlanta i know it's, i've been talking about it for fucking years i'm trying to move there it's the whole goal um but back to the it, you know book. it's very easy to move here. i know that's the goal that's what i'm trying to we're working it out i came out to la because it seemed to be you know this is not even really for I'm the sure, podcast i, I, I the live thing. there for yeah you come here once. to do the stroll you're supposed to be here yeah. to be <laughs> i went to 99 and I, I went out there in 99 and i i, I got pretty bummed pretty fast because i was like the, my friends that had moved out here years ago they're already being destroyed on the inside <laughs> yeah, and, it happens oh so my fast god for what's happening to people out here back to lester of the lesser gods i actually wanted to ask Let's get you back to this comic book i wanted to ask you what is your background in this type of like f- fantasy world like sword and sorcery like obsession because I know Other we than do the being D&D. a lifelong fan. Yes, I mean, I'm asking like, what's your favorite? What are like the number one inspirations that you have? Okay, for yeah, this content? there there are very clear inspirations. Uh, yes, <laughs> that you, this comic yes, comes from. Yeah, uh, it is of course Conan. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody got to throw in the Robert Howard Conan. Those stories, short stories uh, affect me emotionally. I actually love really? those short stories. Like I am yeah, great. I, I'm really into them because also like knowing that that, that dude committed suicide yeah. and that like Conan Conan was sort of like his kind of like a proxy dude he put himself into yeah. to feel strong. Yep. Yep. That was yeah, his way yeah, oh, poor guy. I, all the writers back then were so fucked up. Fucked up. Uh and so Ed Conan, uh, Thundar the Barbarian, I don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with that old 1970s cartoon thundar the barbarian that's really a lot of what's going on with lester thundar thundar (laughs) that's the guy where that's there the meme the sun sword yeah the sun sword so it in in it's a hand of barbera show it's fucking great i think alex tough uh alex tough did the designs for it i'm pretty sure wow or or however you say his last name this is so funny man because I thought that some of the toys that I had as a kid were He-Man toys. I think they I had a lot have. more Thundar the Barbarian. No, I toys. don't know. There weren't a lot of Thundar toys. So there were three. So it was a ripoff of like there was there was Barbarians. It was set in a universe. It was Earth. And in 1999, a meteor or an asteroid uh, flew between the Earth and the moon. It cracked the moon in half somehow caused a big apocalypse bringing magic back oh wow uh-oh. yeah so yeah uh-oh, uh-oh. yeah but honestly it's an homage and yeah it's and then uh it's thundar who has he's got a lightsaber but it's called a sun sword so he just carries the hilt on <laughs> wow, his bracelet it's just straight up all his it's all the different stolen bits yeah and he is a straight up sort of like not broken english but very basic english barbarian type he has Princess Ariel, uh, is his female sidekick, and she is a wizard lady. Uh, and then uh, there's Ukla the Mock, which is their Chewbacca. Uh, he does That's not, he, he only growls. And Ukla's horse, they all ride horses, but Ukla's horse is this weird lizard horse. It's fucking awesome. I had this so lizard weird, horse toy. There's weird, like, fucking wizards, but they're, they're, they're like 1970s and 80s tech. But they're in the ruins of 70s and 80s, and they're sort of using that. So that's like that that inspires uh, Lester 
so much is that show and then also uh the original Harryhausen Clash of the Titans which is, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. I actually went through I I did a little bit of a Harryhausen like festival for myself where I got Argonauts yeah. and I got that and I just fucking popped in a couple of caps. So great. And man. like Oh yeah, fuck yeah, it's dude. It's so scary on mushrooms. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm like, sure it helps you. It's like, yeah. oh shit, like because it has that kind of uncanny valley. So like they're the weird twitchy movement. They're so fucking uh-huh. good. All that stop motion, fucking, ah, oh, it's so great. Have you ever read any Michael Moorcock? No, sir. That is another dude that got that. That's Shane Morton got me into Michael Moorcock, who is another guy. Well, so what a great name I for uh, a porn star uh, if he was into male on male porn. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would be I'm Michael Moorcock. <laughs> I need Moorcock. The Bukaki King of Chicago. That's what I am. I'm the human snowman. Take a look <laughs> at me. Oh, somebody found the icing. Glaze me, bitches. <laughs> I also write fantasy novels. King of the donuts. <laughs> He's Chicago. Come on, man. I'm Fireman's Dream. But these guys. Michael Moorcock. Anyway, yes. Michael Moorcock uh, so wrote another it, series of books that were like that. Like this, essentially. Oh, yeah, right on. Uh, and so Duckbot is our Bubo because I fucking love Bubo. I love that owl so goddamn much. Well, you have to have something that sells toys. I, I also, we took into consideration just like figures and cosplay. I cannot wait. My my goal. So this came out. It, I, dude, this thing has been in the works for so long that I just like every time I would get an email or we would have to do a little Lester thing. It would just be a little blip and then it would go away again. And then when it finally got in my lap, I was like, oh, fuck, I am in love with this. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, I forgot how great this was. And then uh, I went to Dragon Con and watched the parade. I just went down there to watch the parade. Oh, and man. I was like, my new goal, the night of a thousand Lesters Dude. at Dragon Con. Dude, the best part is that you can start the seeds at that. Because I looked at the crowd and the parade uh participants and i was like it's going to be the easiest goddamn and they are all going to be comfortable as fuck there's a lester going to be mostly naked there's a lester there's a lester yep. like as you yeah. go through dragon you Con. need a black wig a black banana hammock and some thigh high boots and you are ready to roll well that's what i also like is that of uh, you know any way shape or form that you can flip sort of expectations for these type of things because it's always the chicks that are in tiny amounts of clothes yeah. yeah, I really no, like it's the Lester. idea that it's just him. Loud and proud, baby. Because he's invincible, essentially. Right? Like, would you put I it mean, that far? Like, he's, he's a invincible? demigod. You know, he's like, like, I don't know. I'm sure Odin sired many a child. We're, you know, only familiar with a couple of them. But, uh, I, you know, like Hercules. I mean, Hercules is a demigod. Well, that's well. And I also love that concept. I also, I believe that there was time periods where people created the idea of these demigods. I've said this to people and they just say like, are you high? But I don't know if that's correct or not. Uh, that the, that they are, that these characters through history were like based on like loosely like real people and that they became gods. Right. Like they became viewed as gods. Like they, like somebody that was like Hercules that was right, around. Yeah. There was a dude who could do all kinds of crazy shit. And they were just like, and have, you know, two generations later of people telling stories about the guy it became this thing man who wore the head of a lion and was the son of zeus i mean it's cool as uh, fuck. there will be other demigods running amok uh oh you got at you. least that's that's what yeah do you now adhere to your show bible like you're gonna do all this and you no 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 the i mean i the the loosest concepts we're we're going with from there uh like we're we're sticking with you know the main characters that were in the show Bible, but even like what we had cooked up for the show isn't necessarily what's going to move forward in the book, dude. You really got to maybe start getting Lester on one of these streams because you do streams. Like you should got find your Lester. Like you remember when they found Carl, like the guy that like was Carl. Oh yeah, right. To find the actual guy. Yeah, like find. We, Lester. We're gonna need a couple more stories first. I feel like. Yeah, you. Can, I don't think anybody even knows about this one yet. Well, how do people? So how many are they gonna come out? Like, I don't know. Yeah, how do they know. get it? Tell your comic book dealer to buy it. They'll they'll know how to get it. That's what we say to our listeners for our comic book. We're like, go to your comic book store. And ask them, because also that's one way to generate business for your local comic books. You want to support them so much. And so and you do you want this thing in a, in a hard copy. You do. Uh, it's fun to have a comic book. There's three different 
covers for this. Do you thing. read a lot of comic books? Yeah, I love comic books. I, I read a lot of comic books, but I, I I do read. I I go to Comicsology on my iPad where I can just sort of catch up on all kinds of shit. Yeah, I see uh, a lot of people. I have an iPad Pro, so it's really big, right? And yes. You can go panel by panel, and it's just like you can really look into the art and all that kind of shit. So I really dig that. Uh, but I prefer, uh, you know, a, a hard copy of it. But then you got boxes of shit you got to lug around. I know, man. But, you know, the one thing I won't get rid of is my books because I just yeah, have. I know. It's tough. I have hundreds of books. You know books. what's great, though? You know what's great that uh, my friend Judy Greer discovered here uh, that she just fell in love with that she said L.A. wasn't doing right was little free libraries. We do them right here and they're fucking great, man. Yeah. You don't feel bad about dropping it in a good little free library. Like if you're like, I love this book, but I'm tired of carrying it around. I'm going to drop it in a good one because you can also grab good, you know, good shit. Oh, like yes. It's a good way to just exchange with your neighbors of like, here's, you know, cool shit that I like. No, my neighbors have some. But the thing is that all of my books are so fucking evil that like, I mean, mean it. Like if I were Dude, to just what a great put, thing to drop in a fucking little free library. I guess man. I That's could. I could put the crimes That's of Rockterio and the Ant Hill fucking gang. Yeah. I guess I could put that into one of these fucking free libraries. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> like just hurt people's minds. And yeah, put it next to like there's a monster at the end of this book or something Seriously? really cutesy. You know what I mean? Put the two of them together. Be like there's a monster at the beginning of this book. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to take a look for at real. it. Because it's good to, for me as a child, I was... I, as a child, I was, ex- no, I hate the words exposed, but I was exposed to this content, my content, very early. Like I was, my mom was super into horror right. and everything evil. And so for me, as a scared little kid, it was actually really good because mm. I actually, it, someone told me er- early on as a kid that the more you know about something, the more you can kind of have control over it, especially yeah. like your fear over it. And so like I was, Face your fear, yeah. I was super scared and then I would just read all of this horrible shit. And then it made me who I am. Am I am I absolutely riddled with insomnia? Yeah, but I guess that's yeah, it. Yeah, but is that because of that? You I know, know you don't know that. It might be the cold brew concentration. Hey, yeah, same thing with me. I fucking jack on coffee all day long. Because what are you going to do? How do you keep your I energy know. up when you are a? Because you're like me. You're a motor mouth. Like improv, yep, dude. Yep. How do you keep up the energy to keep doing it? coffee and weed all day long? God, that's all yeah. I do. I'm just a all day longer. It's what you, I, you know, hey man. Again, I'm in my mid fifties. What the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I'm like going with it. Cocaine, right? Like, uh, like I discovered that I'm not gonna. You know, I won't go down the coke road. <laughs> I'm just stick with coffee and weed. It's just like this perfect combo. It helps me. It like really I gotta does. have something. I was a mess before I became an all day stoner. And the weed's different now too. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's so much like, better. In, you can really, you can really tailor it to your whole chemistry, right? Can you find buy your strain it? and like stick with it? Atlanta, huh? you can you do? It's just medical. I, I still have to go to the black market, yeah. but I like supporting the local independent businessman. <laughs> it's, it's like I don't, the only, I don't know what to tell you. The only thing that <laughs> I, I hope dealers never go away because it's just like, no, I like this. I like meeting a guy in a parking lot. I think that's pretty cool way to buy a flower, a bag of some flowers. <laughs> Some dried buds. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's so hard, though, because, like, man, for years, for years, like, I'd have to have a guy come to the house. I remember, like, Mm -hmm. there was this one guy used to get weed from, and he used to show up, and his thing is that he didn't smoke, but he sold it. But then he wouldn't leave, so he'd hang out. And his thing was, is he'd be like, no, smoke, smoke. And then he would just talk about soccer for like 45 oh minutes. And we're you're like, like Dude. you're fucking killing me, bro. Yeah, this is not. 
our relationship. I just hate soccer, man. I don't know anything yeah, about it. I don't care. Right. I don't care. It's so when you're talking, like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what a, a guard might be. But you guys have friends now, right? That are your dealers. Eventually, the good dealers become your friends. And then when you're hanging out, that's in my mind, right? Because that's like yeah, the one they kind of, you bring them in close. I have a lot of times so like just to friends that become sort of dealers. They're not really dealers, but just middlemen. You know what I mean? Everybody is like, working at dads. You're working with artists all day long. So everybody has a dealer or two, right? Oh, of course. And the good ones, you kind of go like, oh, that guy has a good one. And maybe you hook up with that person or... You, you know, well, you're like, I have a really great relationship with my person, but he doesn't really want to talk to a lot of folks. But so just tell me what you want. And I'll go buy a bat. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of deal. Old school just, stuff. Always. Yeah, and at, at a theater full of stoners, it's really easy just it to sort to of be. like ask your buds like, hey, where can I get? Well, blank? I just, I truly just hope we can make it federally legal only just for the fact that the people are going it's to jail. Like insane that it's not it's going it to is, go it's going to flip it is going to flip there's no there's way it's not so we much money and industry to be i don't understand the hesitancy it's because they the have to admit they're wrong people like that's is what, that is, what you're wanting to they have to admit they're wrong it's like it's the fallacy of this idea that we like quote unquote no, like lost the war on terror went. it's the same yeah. shit where it's like they don't want to say everything. we lost the war on drugs fucking pride it's garbage it's garbage ego is the death of everything absolutely people are rotting in jail for nothing and it's really for really nothing. dumb for, for fucking moving around the buds of some flowers hey like there was a plant that grew out of the ground i plit I picked some of the buds on that. I gave it to this guy for money, and now I'm in jail it forever. It was there for us. It was there yeah. for all yeah, of it was, society. It was provided by your grand wizard in the sky. Seriously. Not the other kind. I mean, no, no, but no, also no. also the other kind. I mean, sometimes. It depends on what part of but the world. the other kind is why, you know, a jail population is as it is. Yes. Uh, but that's, you know, I hope with as many people are smoking, because I do believe that on some level, smoking does help a lot of people. There are some people that makes you hyper paranoid, and there's other people where it, it is, I mean, it's definitely better than opioids. That's for fucking sorry. I will tell you 1,000% as, as a person who has lived with a near crippling anxiety for my entire life, weed is game changer, man. It just like really, and this, you know, again, I got into it when I was in my 40s, really. Yeah. Like I smoked when I was younger, but I also got a lot of panic attacks when I was younger from smoking because it, it was, was an anxiety riddled punk right and i didn't know what i was doing and it could be whatever uh but uh you know as an adult as a responsible adult i went into it wisely and uh, i use it uh, you know it's if it ever becomes a problem i'll stop That's nobody has ever <laughs> pulled me aside to say lucky we think you're a little too cool right now your hair's just like sticking up you know what i mean it's just yeah. like your eye your lot your eyes are fuchsia like you're just sitting there if i was ever like i mean my job isn't going on stage or in a microphone if it's ever too high to do it i would be like i am too high to go out of there right now i'm gonna have to go sit down for 15 minutes kill just vamp are you a person that felt like because you were a high anxiety person because i'm a high anxiety person but then on stage i always felt hyper comfortable no well i'm, I'm never more comfortable than when i'm on stage it's really never. interesting to see how people's brain chemistries work like that it's where, insane because there's some people like if you were to put them on stage i do know that that is still the number one fear of all humankind is talking yeah. to people which is something i understand right. talking in front of people right because it's the only thing i know how to do without anxiety yeah it's the same thing it's the only place where i'm good it's the only place where I'm really me. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Uh, like, maybe what are you gonna do? That's just we're we're show types. You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do I, about it? I just it's love like, to do. It just it's weird how yeah. it, Shade Morton's always says it. Like, you either got it or you don't. Yeah, and it's just I mean, you know, clearly we're made to do this stuff. It's where we're happiest, and it's what we do best, and we can excel at it in the field. So. All right. It seems you know, to be I don't cool. think there's any kind of weird psychological anything other than like, yeah, out out in the regular world, it just freaks me out a lot. But when I'm up here sort of portraying the real world and it's idiocy, I'm comfortable. I think that's why for we were we even joke about it, but during the the heart of the really intense lockdown part of the pandemic, we like I think that it was a, a, there was a period of time where I always just assumed like, you know, 
because show business comes and goes like those type of work like it really does come in cycles there are years where you're you're hot and years where you're not and like but i never thought that live performance would ever go away from me right like i never right. thought there would ever be a circumstance where they would where take no matter, it away where yeah that someone that it would go away and it wouldn't come and i didn't realize this like the type of vacuous hole that it left inside of my life not being able to go on stage and while we were trying to do twitch shows and we were having fun doing twitch shows for our audience and having you know like having fun online it just didn't really give the the narcissistic supply i needed like it didn't give me my juice that i needed to be a normal person uh, yeah right on i did i launched i mean as soon as it was really coming i was like and shit started going like okay we're gonna shut down okay we're gonna stop doing i started doing instagram live shows just out of like Hey man, people are gonna want shit to do because yes. they're all gonna be locked at home. Soon. I need shit to do, and you I need, need shit to I, do. I, I need to perform, and so I've kind of wanted to see what this world was all about. So I'm gonna, but I did it like every night yes. for nine months. It was nuts, and I burnt out, and then my dog died, so oh, I stopped. God. It's hard though because it's all right. It's part. It was part of the deal. He was almost sixteen. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what am I gonna? It's just do? one of those. Yeah, but burnout's I, a part I, of he it. He was, you know, my soulmate, but. Also, again, it was part of the deal. Oh, poor puppy. We knew the day was coming. It's so hard. They're all like, as George Carlin said, every pet is just it's a guaranteed tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I prepared like daily for it, you know, being an anxiety filled. <laughs> still <laughs> exactly. Dude. But also somebody who was like, this is potentially a life crippling uh, situation or I can deal with it on the daily and remind myself every day that one day it's going to be it and we should do everything today that is the awesomest and that's what we did and oh, it was great that's really sweet and when his time came it he went on and that's fine no i know and it's part just, of the deal it's i know it's a thing that we all have to deal with and we talk about yeah. it when it's yeah, it sucks, like i'm but, just you know, what are you gonna do? my like, dog's immortal dog had the so. fucking best life I, uh, I don't want to get in a bunch of hocus pocus but there's some there's a weird angle to the, and th that comes back around on it. It's just very weird. And I feel weird even talking about it because it's not a thing that I even fucking really believe in. But yet I experienced that I don't quite know what to do. What with you felt it. like you got like a hello back uh, from your dog. Yeah. I, 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 once I, I explained the, the phenomena to a friend of mine uh, afterwards, and uh, she said, Oh yeah, that's called soul bonding. Uh, that's that's witchcraft stuff. And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "That's what witches do with their familiars." And I was like, "Okay, so here's the deal. So I, I knew Abe's time was coming, right? Like, yeah. he's he's really he's been short circuiting for a couple of years, like going just wonky and weird ways. And so this one, this last short circuit, he just couldn't walk, and there was just like yeah. he seemed fine, except like just." trying to even stand or do anything caused him extreme pain but he's and like was wagging his tail on. and he's like looking at you like 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 it's fine or whatever but yeah but it's not and but then when you know he's looking at you and he's like fuck this and i'm like fuck this and so i you know when we had to do the thing and it was like right before christmas it was like oh, the 23rd oh, and so like right I give him the amazing last day. We fucking, I'm giving him all his favorite shit. We do it that night and it's just great. And I go home and I just scrub my loft. And then the next day I'm ruined, yeah. fucking ruined, oh, yeah. ruined, ruined. Then Christmas happens. And then I'm just like, all right, what I'm gonna a great have a good day. Christmas. I'm going to have a good Christmas in spite of this great loss. Uh, I have no other choice but to try to enjoy Christmas, at least. Uh, and I really had a nice Christmas day. Yeah. The next morning, I woke up and I went, it feels like Abe's here. Whoa. What the shit is that? It feels like Abe's in the room. Why does it feel like that? And then I felt this like blinkle 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 inside my fucking chest henry and i swear to god i am not into this kind of shit you're not oh yeah you're not i am john q skeptic when it comes to any kind of hocus pocusry and afterlifey kind of anything and 
every time I, I can talk to him and I can do all this shit and I can feel it. I don't know. It's whatever it is, you, man. I, I, I can feel, like feel it's him in there and it just, we're still a team and I know it. And every time I think about him, I get happy and I get happy in there and I get happy up here and it all, I don't get sad. There's no sadness. I feel like he's still with me and it feels, it literally feels like he lives in my chest and I don't know what to do with that, but fuck it. That's what's going on. Anyway, it's your fa- I know, but it's your familiar. I really do believe that there's something about that. Where it's, it's like, it's weird. It's and, your familiar yet. He, I always introduced him as my familiar. That was the weird thing about it. When my friend Becky told me that she's like, Oh yeah, that's what, which is in their familiars. They call it soul bonding. And I was like, I always called it my familiar when I would introduce them. I was like, this is Abe Jackson, my familiar. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, my God. But it's true. You guys are never not together because we were never not together. Yeah, so, you were very you know, whatever happens in that and with souls and all kinds of stuff. It happened with me. And I don't know what to make of it. I don't. I'm sure. I think that they there did. Are that a means that explanations the, that could be. But all I know is Abe's still riding along with me and everything's a OK. This is my mother coming through where she's been like, that means the dog did their job. <laughs> they walked you through this life. He was the greatest love I've ever known. Yeah, and of course. Just his 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 fucking his robot, you know, conking out. It wasn't the end of it. No, it did, you know, like his spirit lives on in me and I fucking I will carry his spirit forward. And that's, you know, that's just sort of the deal that we have. This is such a nice touching story. And I'm glad it's not just like and that's when I turned to fucking machines. You know what I mean? Like, bring- <laughs> like, you just, like I was like, when, it's when also he the went- first time I've ever ad- admitted the story in public. Wow. Like this is you're that's, getting a you're fucking is- lucky. It's exclusive for a, what that's worth. emotional scoop. For all fucking three cents, that's worth. Uh, Honestly, I think there are a lot of people that will relate. Um, And I think because I think that people get uh, very, very close to their pets, especially those of us that are not like I don't have no human child. So I'm I had no children, no spouses, no nothing, man. It was me and that dog for 16 years, like all day, every day. And if I had to go somewhere, uh, we each had about a three day you know, we could be all right for three days and then we'd both start getting hinky wherever, you know, he was here oh, and then I would be off wherever. And then so when sad. I would come home, it would just be like, ah, it's the best. And so every day was the number one. And, you know, hey, man, what are you going to do? Now he rides a lot. Now he doesn't weigh as much and he doesn't leave hair everywhere. Yeah, but there, I still find him. He's still inside of you. That's so nice. Yeah, it's so weird. But it's so weird. It's one of those, man. I, you know, I, I live in the gray. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, used to be more of an atheist. I now yeah, way more. I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the Robert Anton We're just Wilson. a bunch of dumb apes. What do we know? We are, we generate our own reality as it is. This is just a constant shifting, like the projection of this reality that is around me. You watch Terrence McKenna and then it all breaks Between, down and you're know, just like, my quarantine was spent what. with Robert Anton Wilson, Alan Watts, and Terrence McKenna. Alan Watts, and then like, hey. Alan Watts and Terrence McKenna became like yeah, two of my big gurus. It just got because it got me out of my head. I was starting to yep. watch some Ram Dass, but then it was just all about dying. And I'm like, I'm not ready. Oh, yeah, no. I got into stoicism. Uh, yes. Pretty heavily into stoicism. And uh, uh, yeah, just a fucking... The, the, the microdosing is really great. It really is. <laughs> microdosing really <laughs> changed. It changed my my quarantine. That's I a, created that's an inner another life. thing that's just like, come on, it's really just this easy, and fucking, we're not allowed to do it. That's crazy, because I can just I can have when I microdose shrooms. I'll take just a little tiny that's bite it. of a, a stem uh, and a little tiny bite of a cap, and that'll. Keep me happy for like three or four fucking days. It's wonderful. Marcus Parks, the producer of our show, like, you know, Marcus Parks, he fucking switched completely over to microdosing from his anti-anxiety meds. Yeah. Because he yeah. says it just has a lasting effect. And I'm also getting groovier. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> like, he came groovier. up with, he's come up with great ideas. Right. Yeah, fucking yeah, because synapses are being connected uh, that have been stifled all this time. No, he's like becoming like super loose. It's like it's really fun. It helps him, and I was like, and it helps me. I fucking yeah. love to do it. I sometimes yeah. do more of the macro dosing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you forget that you have been yeah, yeah, like kind of build. Sometimes the, it becomes a, a nibble becomes a bite. Man, what are you gonna do? Then what are you gonna do? You have a fun day. Yeah, I mean, what it comes out to it. I'm not fucking. I'm not yeah, gonna turn into a yeah. deviant. Not on. It's not like it's gonna last forever. Not yeah. on mushrooms. 
Um, anyway, so Duckbot is Bubo. You guys, that's, that's the best part, man. So look up Lester of the Lesser Gods. Go to your local comic book store and tell those fucking assholes to purchase <laughs> about it. About this book, because I'm sure they don't know about it. Tell them it about it. Be like, you know the people who make it. I think that's a big thing, too. It's like, you know, it's Lucky Yates. It's Eric Powell. Like, these are people that are, these are, they have cred. You know what I mean? It's that shit. Yeah, like, right. put it in the yeah. comic book. Like, put it in the store. It would be amazing. Um, dude, One day to be played by Henry Zabrowski. I, that is my goal. Somewhere. I want to do this. I have uh, the vibe. I'm I mean, gonna build back how badass would it be if we could bring that world to uh, live action? <laughs> just the idea I mean, of a 37-year-old chosen one is just such a funny Got idea. The shame. Like, I don't know how we would do it, but. You would be great. We should talk about it with you. <laughs> Riding around on a scooter. I want to do this real bad. I really want to do this. I fucking love it. It'd be so hilarious. Lucky. You would be so perfect. I want it. Uh, <laughs> Lucky Yates, thank you so much. Or animated as, I, as well. Oh, you would also be a perfect just, voice for Lester. Honestly, though, watch. if we could get it to be live action just because I, I know, love. It would be the best way to do it. It really would. Sword and sorcery. It would be so fucking badass. That way I could just I could just fucking puppeteer the Duckbot puppet, which is all I'd really want to do anyway. It's so much fun because Dave and Quack. Chris, we've been talking because we're doing the, the animated pretty face that, are, that will be coming out right at some point. Oh, great. But, you know. I never got to say goodbye to doing the makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was yeah. weird how much it was a bane of all of our existences, but now that I can't go Until back Until you do didn't it, have it anymore. I'm so sad. I'm so sad yeah. that I never got to, like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I wanted to say goodbye yeah, to it. Sure. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not upset. It's all right. Uh, we'll put we'll put Gary in a Lester episode and Lester can lop his yeah, head off. Incredible. Be like, oh, fuck. And then he just like, pops back a lot. Uh, lucky dude. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Thank you, Henry. This has been uh, just a wonderful delight. It really has been. Do, uh, do Is there anything else you want to plug? Any social media? Is there any of that kind of horseshit you want to uh, plug yourself? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, find it, man. You fucking know what social media <laughs> is. Go by Lester. Watch Archer. Please. Please. It's good this season. It's really great. Yeah, man. It's a very, very funny season. And the, and the episode coming out next week is a fucking it might be one of the best archer episodes ever it's a fucking amazing and that's saying a lot honestly for people it's, being it's inside a, of it it's for a so great long. great great episode next week but guys yes listen to archer by lester of the lesser gods thank you for listening to the lpn show it has been a wonderful time as you need and i will see you again next week with more wonderful information this is a great way to end all right see you fuckers This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.